This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. Hi, right, Monday podcast. What is up, Al? How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. So uh, I'm on. I do 1010 wins from 10 to noon. Is that a radio knows. station? That is uh, the most listened to radio station in the nation. Oh, I see. Bump, 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 right? 1010 wins. Now, do you give them 22 minutes or you are I the do sports? give them my world in 10, 10, in 20 minutes. Yeah. All you right. give us 22 minutes, we'll give you Jerry's world. Nice. Um, that lodges a thought, but I'll get to that in a minute. Dave Matthews. Remind me to The rocker? Huh? The rocker, Dave The Matthews? rocker, yeah. All right, I'll jot that down. Kind of goes back to lyrics. Hike up your skirt a little more. <laughs> Show your world to me. Yeah, I always found that odd. You know, it's so funny because I hadn't heard it. I really haven't heard Dave Matthews in a while. I haven't had the satellite in the car. And I heard it the other day. And just whatever. It, me, me, you, and Eddie have had this conversation before about at what age did we pick up on lyrics to where we actually thought about them. And, of course, Eddie, well, when I was seven years old, I started listening to lyrics. Bull crap. I don't buy that for a second. I don't think any seven-year-old sits there and actually reads the lyrics and wants to know what they mean. You certainly didn't at seven. I did not. I'm, I don't do it now. No, I'm right. You 47. Just, you, you sing the song and whatever. And I only say that because my kids listen to Rihanna and I, I oh my God, what the hell she's saying. But whatever. So I heard that the other day and I'm, I sat there and took a, I'm like a, like a double, not a double take because I'm listening. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? You were bewildered. I was. I mean, I think I know what it means, but... How is something like that? We can't do anything, right, in the radio show. We really can't. We are so restricted to what we can say, and yet you can sing a lyric like that, and it becomes a wildly popular song. Very popular, Jerry. Hike up your skirt a little more and show the world to me. No, show your world to me. Oh, show your... Do you think that means the vagina? It's a boy's dream. Oh. I mean, come on. All right. I don't know. I, th- I don't know. I just lodged my thought, but whatever. Jerry, uh, I've been drinking a lot of water. So have I. You know, to uh, you know, for health reasons, like yes. drink a lot of water, which means it's a lot more trips to the bathroom. It's really annoying. I've been to the bathroom maybe ten times during the show. <laughs> I know. You know, every time I went in there, someone was pooping. Well, every single time. Does this bother you? It, it, it confuses me Why? how many people go to the bathroom at work. And don't think twice about it. Like, I see Eddie in the morning. He comes in. He puts his stuff down. He goes right into the bathroom. <laughs> I, People I, actually have I, bodies I, that work differently than yours. Yeah. Not everybody can hold it in like a well, sausage curl for four days. That's true. Sausage fest. I mean, seriously, it's kind of the way it is. I've told you, sometimes you got, you know, whatever. You got to do it here. You got to do it here sometimes. 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 Not to make a habit of it. Well, but I think it comes back to what you said last week, especially when discussing our routine. 
Some people sleep as long as they can and leave very little time, leave very little time at home for such things. For pooping. Most people, I won't say who, but he's a sales guy here who we're relatively close with, is every day. And every day to where he's in there on his phone, sometimes talking on the phone. Yes. And it's amazing to me. I sit there and say, do you put the guy on hold when you flush? Like, what What are you doing? <laughs> right. You are conducting business from the John. Ugh. Not good. You got to go. You got to go. Jerry, do you believe in reincarnation? I don't. You do not? I don't. Well, there's a man in Southeast Asia. You know, in Buddhism, they believe in reincarnation. Okay. There's a man in Southeast Asia who is, uh, he married his, what he thinks is his reincarnated girlfriend uh, in the form of a 10-foot cobra he married to. And he says that the cobra resembles his girlfriend who passed away. And he and his wife are very happy together. They watch television. They go on picnics. And they play board games. And he takes the snake to the gym when they where they used to go as a couple. He better hope that snake don't turn bitchy on him. It's a 10-foot snake. Okay, this makes sense. And his friends say the snake face strangely resembles the now, face. How is that even remotely of possible? Of his girlfriend. I mean, what an insult to the poor girl. <laughs> yeah. Do you have pictures? Uh, I don't. I have oh, a picture of him here away. enjoying television with the snake, watching the snake? the snake. Sure. Man's oh, the snake's definitely TV. watching TV. Yeah, but he's perched up like a cobra. How could you sit there? With a cobra right next to you like that. But what if it looked like your girlfriend who passed? It's not going to. Oh. One's a human, one's a snake. Yes, but reincarnated. Uh, stop. I'm sorry. So you're out for that. I am out for that. All right, yes. Jerry. I'm sorry. Now, this is something I always want to happen to me, and it happened to a gentleman over the weekend on Friday, actually, Veterans Day. Okay. You know, I spend some time down the Jersey Shore area. You live there basically every weekend. I live there basically every weekend, exactly. So this, uh, a, a, a group of buddies who are out uh, on a Veterans Day uh, motorcycle ride. They were actually riding for veterans, a handful of guys. Awesome. And they noticed on the side of the road another motorcyclist uh, who who's, was having some motorcycle problems. His okay. bike was not working. So they went as one motorcycle group to another motorcyclist. They went to They went to go help him. Right. And they went over there, and it was Bruce Springsteen. Oh, cool. His motorcycle had broken down. How about that? Now, I I would love... You would think the amount of time I'm now spending down the shore, I would bump into him somewhere. Right. You haven't. I once. haven't. Right. I mean, I did once. Where? I told you the story. The gas station. Tell me this one again. In Seabright. It was a golf station. I think it still is. I think the gas station's gone, but it's still there. You were working there or no? Yeah, I was working there when, in the summertime, we used to be open uh, until 2 a.m., I think. And I was coming in for the 5 to 2 a.m. shift, and it, whatever, I just 5 p.m. to 2 a.m.? Yes. I had just gotten there, parked my car, went in, and my boss was the owner of the gas station. And a motorcycle pulls up. I went out. I helped him. Could not have been nicer. Gave me like a $20 tip, which I thought was absurd. Uh, I went back in, and my you boss— You helped them do what? Put gas in the motorcycle? Yeah, they don't—some some bikers want to do it themselves. Others are, if you don't mind handling it for me, he allowed me to do it. Because with the with the motorcycle it's a little more fragile. You got to pull up the, I don't know what it's called, but there's like a an the elastic, piston rings. There's like an elastic piece on the pump that you have to pull up, so that the nozzle actually goes into the tank. So I went out, I did it. He was, how's it going? Things are good. Okay, whatever. Nice enough guy. Went back in. I'm like, would you? Ask? That guy gave me twenty bucks. Now my boss is like, how'd it go? I'm like, I gave him gas. It went fine. 
He's like, you have no idea who that was, do you? I'm like, no. Should I? He goes, well, it was Bruce Springsteen. I'm like, him? Yeah, I had no what idea. year was this, do you think? 1990, probably 91. Yeah, because 91, 92, 93 era Bruce Springsteen, yeah. he was always... He was motorcycling across the U.S. Yeah, I would say it was 91 because it was right over... That summer, I was there almost every day. So probably 91. See? I would love to pump gas for Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, well, you didn't. I did. I or also help helped him. out John Bon Jovi. Uh, with at a gas liquor, as well? Uh, no, at the liquor store in Homedale. His dad came into the store with him. When he was famous already? Yeah, this would have been... This would have been probably 94, 95-ish. Oh, so he was... I would say. But he came in, he had a hood on with sunglasses. No idea who it was. And he came in with his dad, got a whole bunch of stuff for a party. I helped them out, came back in, and my boss was like, do you have a good conversation? You know, were they nice? I'm like, yeah, fine. And again, same type of deal. He goes, you know you just helped John Bon Jovi out to the car with stuff? I'm like... No, I didn't. It was an old guy and his son. And he's like, look at the account, jackass. I won't say the name, but they had their real name on the account. Bon Jovi. <laughs> Very close, Al. <laughs> Al's killing himself. <laughs> But with a G, not a J. It's, it's very close to that. I'll say that. Uh, if I remember correctly, it was very close to that. They used their real name, and they were very nice. Yes. You know, he didn't say much, but they didn't have to. So I've had um, brush with, uh, I mean, I brush with fame every day with Boomer and Garton. Jersey Rockers brush with fame. I mean, I actually think we're kind of friends. You and Bon Jovi? And Bruce. I did mean, he, really the three did, they, did the Bon Jovi's tip you? Uh, I want to say five bucks, yes. Okay, five bucks. Uh, dad did, yes. So Bruce a better tipper than Father Bon Jovi. Bruce gave me $20 hmm. for like $6 worth. No, it was $6. Am I kidding? It's probably 4 or $5 worth of gas max. Those motorcycles had like three gallons. So, yeah, give me I, 20 bucks. I even follow <laughs> Bruce Springsteen's wife on Instagram, and one day they took a photo of the of the Bruce, the wife, and two of the kids on a board on a Jersey boardwalk. Isn't that something? And I thought it was up by in Spring Lake where Gina lives. So I was like, let's go see if we can find Bruce Springsteen. And you just walked around. She thinks to she see sees Bruce. tons of face. She keeps telling me she sees Jack Nicholson on the boardwalk. No chance. I'm not aware. Is, does he live down she here? She claims he lives down in the Spring Lake. I mean, he's area. always in LA at Laker games. Exactly. So when's he here? The, yes. What about Parcells? Uh, I've not seen him either. No, huh? Because I know he's got the Shore House, or at least used to. I don't know if he still does. I don't know where. Maybe he's retired in Sarasota at this point. I don't know. See, maybe or I'll Saratoga, see them. Saratoga, not Sarasota. Maybe I'll see them more now that the tourists are out, Jerry, and then they'll see that I'm also so, from the Shore area, and I can get my brush with greatness in the New Jersey rock and roll. I think you should do that. You should like rollers. an old, lonely man just go sit on a bench for four hours. And wait. And just look at everybody that comes by. Are you? Uh, no. Bruce. Oh, Bruce. No. I'll say it under my breath. Bruce? <laughs> I hope he responds. Bruce, hello? <laughs> he had a beard when he came in. A goatee, I think. That was a goatee era for Bruce. Maybe. I know he had a beard, though. He was not the clean shaved face. He didn't talk like that. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't remember, to be honest. He's a bit of a low talker. Yeah, I suppose. But there you go. Did you, and he never came back again. He was a one-time customer for you. No, he he actually had an account, too, there. Who needs an account for gas? You get gas oh, and pay for amazed. it. Oh, you'd be amazed. Back, I don't know what it's like now, but... Back in the, when I was doing this in the late 80s, early 90s, 
we had a ton of house accounts. Just put it so on my tab, they would say? Yeah, and you knew who they were. And then you'd hey, send Mr. them Jones a bill? Mr. Jones is here. Hey, how are you, sir? You'd fill it up, and he would get a bill at the end of every month. Really? Yeah. A gas bill? Yes, absolutely. We had a lot of accounts, believe it or not. I bet you can't do that now, nowadays. I don't know if you can or you can't. But you know what? Back then, there were no debit cards. Like, you know, if you either had cash... You had a credit card. People don't want to use the credit card. Sometimes they didn't have cash on them. Plus, they used to charge a lot more for credit card back in the day. Probably true. That is true. So, I don't know. Hmm. By the way, real quick. Yes. So, we're running these these ads. I don't know if you've heard of this before. We're okay. running these ads on the station. 1010 wins is too. Now, when you say ads, do you mean commercials? Commercials, jackass. <laughs> uh there's a special report tonight on bromosexuals. Bromo. Have you ever heard of this term before? I've heard the commercials. I thought it was romosexuals. No, no, no. But it's bromosexuals, it's which like, I've never heard of that. It's two guys that are good friends. One's straight, one's gay, and they're not classified. Why do we have to classify everybody they, as something? Why can't they bromo- just be two guys that are friends? Bromosexuals. Who cares what they do with so their one, personal life? So in order for it to be a bromosexual romance, according to this news report, one has to be gay and one has to be straight? I be- Listening believe to so? the commercial, that's how I took it. Okay. One guy is straight, one guy is gay, and they call themselves bromosexual. Oh. And I again, like, why? How, of, how about they're just friends? Yes. It's like we got to put a label on everybody and everything. What are we doing? I don't like it. The news must be out of things to report. Yeah, because it's really quiet these days. <laughs> I watched the Donald on uh, 60 Minutes I yesterday. read the transcript this morning. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's just a fun. It was a fun interview to watch. as Leslie Stahl battle him? I would like to. I see. I didn't read all of it. Yeah. I probably read a couple pages. I got. I'm sure. How long was it? About ten minutes? No, it was a. It was almost the length of the uh, sixty minutes. Real. It was oh, a good forty minutes because oh, they I didn't read much they broke all. it down. Then they brought out Melania, right? Which I thought was interesting that they put her right out there. Then they brought out the children, the Trump children, and then they were talking about the youngest Trump child, the ten year old, the kid. little boy. Baron is his name, yes. <laughs> and they were just showing Baron up there while he was was he was doing his acceptance speech, and just Baron's hanging out there. Would you want your dad to be president? Probably not. A lot of scrutiny. No, I wouldn't want my dad in the public eye because people suck. And then you're in the public eye as well. Oh uh, yeah, could be unless you keep him out of it. And you're sure. right. Then people suck. Jerry, I bring to you a story from Madison, Wisconsin, where people don't suck. I've heard. Well, I'm. Oh. Yes, I would say generally probably nice people there. Uh, this gentleman got caught in a weird situation. I wonder what you might use as an excuse if you were caught like him. Okay. A Wisconsin man, uh, 54 years old, so not a young fella, nope. certainly older than uh, you and I, Jerry. Uh, officers were called to an address in Madison, Wisconsin, Monday night. Report of a man in a tree. A man okay. in a Starting tree. weird. Uh, possibly looking into a window of an apartment. So he climbs up this tree to get a better look into an apartment window, which was obviously not on the first floor. Oh, boy. All right. He appeared to be looking into a second floor window. They noticed his uh, pants were down and undone when they ordered him out of the tree. (laughs) He had no reasonable explanation for being in the tree or why his pants were down in the tree. What would you have come up with, do you think, if you were in a tree? With your pants down, looking in a window. Remember Beverly Hills Cop? Kind of. Remember Paul Reiser? Yes. In the beginning? This is not the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you would go with? This is not the bathroom? That's not terrible. <laughs> I don't know what I would go yeah. with. Yeah. I would say, like, I climbed up the tree to help, like, a cat. 
and oh, then yeah, with your my pants, pants got caught. <laughs> and got around your ankles. On a, well, it got caught on a branch and then pulled down around oh, my, my ankles. There, listen, there are some things, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. You are screwed. Yes. In his case, screwed. Peeping effing Tom. He's been charged with invasion of privacy. I'm sure he has been. Uh, the woman who was home uh, at the time at the apartment had no idea there was a gentleman in a tree with his pants down looking at her. Now, they must mean underwear, too. The article doesn't get into what layer of pant it got down to. So he's to. nude. We don't know. I just know his pants were down. Oh, God. He could have had his Mac Weldon. Down. I was just going to oh. say the same thing. And uh, here's another uh, story sort of related, uh, a penis related. Uh, Canada. A man had his penis sewn back on after it was cut off during a fight in Toronto. Cut off? Cut off. Oh. Police said it was life-threatening. Yeah, you think? Mm-hmm. Got to bleed out, no? Yep. The victim, another victim during this battle was shot in the eye. Oh, this sounds like a, a great uh, place to go. It was a fight at 3.50 a.m., between two groups of people. You know why? Nothing good happens after midnight. That's true. During the fight, Jerry, a man from the first group stabbed a 38-year-old from the second group. The man from the first group then shot a 26-year-old man from the second group. Where in uh, Canada was this? Toronto. Toronto. Mm-hmm. I've actually wanted to go to Toronto. Uh, well, I would wear a cup. Yeah. <laughs> right. And a, and a protective shield over your face. Yeah. How about that, though, that they can actually sew penises back on? We had a guy that had one put on. A bionic penis. That's true. Do you think he got a bionic penis, this guy, or they they attached, reattached his... I guess if it was a bionic penis, that would be in the story. That would be part of the story. Well, I don't know. Did someone... Now, here's a weird thing. Yes, Jerry. Now... When the doggy dildo was thrown on the field at Orchard Park. Oh, the Bills of Patriots game. The yeah. officials didn't want to touch it. No one wanted it, yeah. They kicked Who's it. Who's picking up a severed penis? A severed penis. That's a saying, great question. Can I have a cup of ice? Mm-hmm. Let me put the penis in the cup. I would say that, that would have to be weird. the um, ambulatory services with gloves. See, the referees don't have gloves with them. The ambulatory people are used to this sort of thing. You realize first aid people are just like angels? They are. The things they must see, do, and touch. Yeah, nurses as well. My God. Trouble. Nothing but trouble. Did you ever want to be a nurse? I did not, know. Doctor? Nope. Surgeon? No. Do you ever want to help a human being? Help a person? Like by calling 911? Yes, no, I would I don't do mean, that. I don't mean by calling 911. Physically helping someone. Physically helping somebody? Was it you and I who were walking down the street and a woman fell and we both yes. stood there? and we both stared at each other as if we didn't know what to do. Right. But that was different because I don't think, I, I know, neither one of us knew if it was a scam or not. Right. Because it looked It looked, it looked very fishy. We were walking down the street in New York, a woman fell in front of us, and neither one of us helped her. No, this was like, because, if this was the last episode of Seinfeld, we would have been put in jail. Because we, we, we did look like a scam, and we're smarter than that. Yes, apparently not so much because someone else came and helped her because she was struggling. It was an to get actual up. injured woman. Yes, but by the way, if this happened in Orlando, I would have immediately helped her. Right, if it happened in your hometown, that too. But because of where it was, it didn't look right, and we got some guy across the street who's got no shirt on doing push-ups on the corner. That's a good point. Something looked weird. Yes, it was a little fishy. So you never answered the question. What was the question, Jerry? Would I like to help uh You have any people? interest in helping a human Not being really. physically? I would help uh, my own family or close friends. I'd mm-hmm. help you if you fell. 
But you didn't help me change the tire. I did. I couldn't help there, At unfortunately. Four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I was on the lookout for criminals. Guy came up behind me to say something, and you cowered down in the seat. Well, maybe he won't see me if he does something to Jerry. Yeah, I stayed in the car. No, I know you stayed in the car. The Which whole time. they don't recommend for changing a flat. No, right? because I had to jack the car up. Right, and then my weight on top of the weight of the car. Hmm. You're really something. Hmm. How long are you in this relationship for? Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, my my personal relationship. Oh, oh, I see. Move on. That's all I have, Jerry. That's Those it? are my only stories. We still for the have day. like five minutes. We do not have five minutes, do we? Uh, probably not, because I got to pay hmm. the meter. By the way, how about the fact that I couldn't even park on the proper side of the street today? There's a lot of uh, parking issues in New York City. I mean, oh, and the vending trucks out there, the guy sleeping in the car. I mean, come on. Some of the vending, yeah. Like, uh, if you're in an area of New York where there's office buildings, which I guess is pretty much everywhere now. <laughs> yeah. There's, Did you uh, just say that? Yeah. There's um, food trucks now that just park on the street, and they have to battle for position the same way someone looking to park their car does. So no doubt. They get sometimes to their spot very early in the morning and then they sleep in their in their food truck. Yeah, I know. It's disgusting. I want to... Let me ask you this. Yeah. Because I see the same guy. He's got his truck and he backs onto the sidewalk every morning at about 3.50 every what day. What truck does he have? He's got the green one. You know who I'm talking about. Where did that, those guys go to the bathroom? I don't know. I wonder that about hot dog vendors. They're there from 4 a.m. Yeah. until noon. Because I see him... Rolling the thing back up and heading out sometimes at 11.30, 11.40. There's a chance he goes to the bathroom in his food truck into like a, in a jug. Like a big jug. How is that not? It's got to be breaking some violation. No. But if you had a food truck, wouldn't you just go to like an office building in New Jersey or Long Island, somewhere where you weren't competing with all the other food trucks? I guess. There's not as much foot traffic, But people though. love a food truck. Like, there will be huge lines yeah. out there. When a new one comes? For food trucks. There will be 50 people online at lunchtime. And sometimes they like the food truck, the individual food trucks have Twitter accounts, and they'll tweet out what location they'll be at. Is that true? Yeah. So, like, people at, like people love a Korean barbecue out of a truck. Yes. Yeah, no, you're right. We got a Mexican one, and it's always packed. Mexican barbecue or Mexican food truck? It's a Mexican food truck. It's with burritos and tacos, and people love it. Then there's a guy close by who sells just popcorn. I like like that idea. What could that... How much profit could he be making? A lot. How much does popcorn cost, honestly? Also, maybe he's in a better shape than anybody else. I'm sure he's probably doing very... Because look at what he's got to sell. And his inventory is popcorn kernels and drinks. It's a lot easier than right. someone that has to keep fresh, from, you're assuming the food's fresh, what they don't sell, they got to throw out. And cooking in the truck. This guy's just cooking. making popcorn. Right. So I'm sure, like one of the things Craig bought us, he's got one of those for the truck, he's got the power, and just keep making popcorn. Who doesn't love popcorn? I love good, popcorn. Right? It's Different like selling flavors. Pretzels. Caramel popcorn. Yeah, no, I'm not after that. Yeah, I'm not either. I like the straight up popcorn. Right. Slightly well, salted. So why'd you just lie? Well, I'm say, just like, saying. Caramel popcorn. I, didn't, I, I was just saying the the, the flavor, caramel popcorn. They do have a lot of different flavors. They have the cheddar cheese ones. Yes. They got the smart popcorn, the smart food popcorn. Oh, yeah, popcorn. good. You got to love so. the popcorn. All right, this was good. Warm up coming up next. Um, now, what did we do there? We, we talked did a football. lot of sports this talked morning. Talked a lot talked of football. About the Jets, yeah, the Cowboys and the Patriots and all that. So Break that's coming down. up next, and we'll see you tomorrow. Okay, good. So. Now you're singing it. Evident. Engelbert Humperdinck, everybody. Engelbert Humpledork. That's nice. <laughs> it's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. 
good luck with that. All right, after the weekend, we are with you. What's up, Al? Good morning. Oh, hi, Jerry. So usually every morning, not usually, every morning, Al puts together a show. She just thinks that he thinks are topical uh, that the show can run down. Uh, I try to put them also, Jerry, in order of importance. Fair enough. And so you have in order of importance. I'm going to read you the line that Al put on the show sheet, and I love it because I think everybody's thinking it. Rams beat Bryce Petty in most boring game ever, <laughs> nine six fifteen punts. Now, I did the uh, national radio yesterday for Compass Media Networks, which had the Cowboys-Steeler game on, and I fought myself on every scoreboard I did to not say in just a horrendous game to watch because that was tough. And you knew it could be because it was his first start, but, man, it was difficult to get through. And, you know, it was the one time I was cursing myself for working at WFAN. Normally, you didn't want to watch it. a dream job, but I'm probably the only person who sat through that entire game. People were leaving when they when the the Jets were in one of the uh, 15 punts in the game when they were in that punt formation and they showed the end zone. Yeah. There was still a good amount of time left. <laughs> you see people hitting the and exits. Was, yeah, just people were like <laughs> running for the yeah. for the exits. Yeah, it was a tough day. I mean, you know, you saw. A young kid giving it his best, and that interception at the end is like, oh. But every every single it was down. It was like in the schoolyard when you would play five yards out. Yeah, do it down and out. I'll hit you. That was on both sides of the ball because they don't want him throwing the ball down the field yet. Rams and Jets five five yards out. Hit. I mean, other than when Revis was getting beat <laughs> for over a hundred yards, Kenny Britt had a day. Yes, and then on the back of the paper today it says uh, Revis quote I'm old. Yeah. We know. We, we see it. <laughs> I know. Here's the thing about that, though, too. The You look at the paper, and you, you you almost feel like Revis came out and said, I'm old and I'm finished. And then you read it, and it's like, you know, he's half laughing. I'm old. <laughs> it's not like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. The interpretation of these quotes sometimes is just, it's even the Roethlisberger thing, which we'll get to in a minute. But, you really got to watch these guys before you just read the quote. He didn't say he's done, he can't play anymore, he's finished. But here's the the problem now that the Jets have in that no one will, even hardcore Jets fans, have no reason to watch the rest of the year because we were all had this hope out of, well, when Bryce Petty gets in, maybe, th- maybe we'll see. He's Ryan Fitzpatrick younger. Well, He's the same guy. There's no difference with this team yes. as it currently is, no matter who. Who if you put there? If you're a Jet fan, you're yes, not Jerry. watching thinking that Bryce Petty is going to be the savior this year. The idea, there's nobody expecting. Listen, what Dak Prescott is doing in Dallas doesn't happen. You know, what Bryce Petty is doing is what happens to most rookies. I mean, go back and look at any rookie quarterback their first year. There are growing pains. It takes time to kind of understand and see the speed of the game. You know that. I mean, you were a quarterback playing flag football. That's true, Jerry. I got picked <laughs> off by girls. Most Jet fans wanted to see Bryce Petty to see what the future will be, not so that they would come out and win the next seven games and make the playoffs. And then the 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 one shot downfield he took yesterday where he overthrew Anderson. Yeah, Robbie Anderson. Yeah, It did right hit side. his hands. And if you watch the replay, even in, in regular speed when it happened, Anderson jumped too soon. And on his way down, the ball tips his thing. Fair enough. You still you got to hit him in stride. I, uh, yes, because every receiver you have to hit right in the gut when they're on the Jets. No, no. And if you're an NFL quarterback and you have a guy running down the sideline yes. wide open, it's your job to hit him in stride. So right, but if it running. does hit you in the hands at some point. But, but don't make it sound have... like the ball hit him in the hands no, no, right but, here. But I'm, what I'm saying is you, I'm not 100% putting that on. 
Bryce Petty when a guy is, is wide open, yes, Fine. but there's no one around him that's going to hit him. He could have bailed him out and made a great play. Yes, You're could not have bailed him out, that. Jerry. How about Roethlisberger yesterday? Hit Antonio Brown with a fake spike right in stride. And by the way, I'm so glad the Steelers lost that game. Not only because I'm, a, as you know, Jerry, a long-time oh, Cowboy yeah, fan, of course. but I hate a cheapo win, and a fake spike is a cheap win. Just ask uh, Eddie in there with his Dolphins. I don't think Eddie would agree with that's you. That's a cheap Cheap win. Well, it's actually brilliant. Not brilliant. brilliant. Cheese win. I'll tell brilliant. you what it did. They scored too quick. I mean, they left too much time on the clock. And I know you can't. You, listen, you got to take the touchdown. You got to go for the, the lead. I understand all that. But by doing that, then they were going to spike it anyway and stop the clock to get back up. And who knows? They would have scored anyway with a normal play. You leave 42 seconds on the clock and then you kick the ball out of bounds. You realize in this day and age of football, you start at the 25 now. These teams only need 35 yards for a legit shot at a field goal. Forget what Elliott did scoring the touchdown and then the face mask. That's another thing, too. This officiating. And I, I do not believe it's because these guys are old and out of shape. I really don't. They just miss things. They called a penalty on William Gay yesterday early in this game for hands to illegal contact downfield, which was an absolute joke. And then they miss him nearly breaking Cole Beasley's neck. And then they do get it on the next guy who I forget what it was on the Steelers. It is amazing, though. And then you go to the the, sound bouncing all over the place. And then you go to the Saints game, and they get the blocked extra point, run back for two points. And listen, they've got replay, and I would take a look at that replay 100 times. And 99 times, I'll tell you, he stepped on the sideline. Then the announcers are like, well, clearly it's because his shoes were white. They blended right into the sideline. You really don't know. The whole thing, the officiating is just, uh, you don't want to talk about it, but... They give you reason to every week. Let me ask you this one, Jerry, because I thought in that uh, Bronco Saint game with the blocked point after, I didn't know. I thought you could not leap over somebody. You can. Can you leap as long as you don't use them to launch you? you? Yes, you can't use them as leverage. If you remember, we saw this a couple weeks ago, and I forget who it was. They thought it should have been a penalty. It was the Cardinal game. Uh, The guy's hand went on the back of the center, and so Bruce Arians thought it should have been a penalty. And then Dean Blandino, Mr. Dean Blandino, came out and clarified, as long as you don't lose it, use it as leverage or to launch, it's okay. You can jump over the guy, and that's what the Broncos did. And then Parks, I think was his name, picked it up and ran it back. And some of the games, like yesterday, the national afternoon game everywhere was uh, Steelers, yes. uh, you know, Cowboys, then Seahawks, Patriots yep. at night. When you watch those games after watching that Jet Ram, it's like I agree. two different sports. Well, you, because you've got two teams on two different levels of the previous two teams. I mean, you you watch the, – the one thing about the Rams is their defense is legit. We know that. They're not very good offensively, but the Jet defense is good. Defensive football, that's why they take all these – why they've made all these rules changes to get more scoring in the game because it is a lot more fun. And then I heard uh, for weeks and weeks and weeks, including on my drive-in, I was listening to Moose with this whole Tony Romo, Dak sure. Prescott nonsense. Yeah. And Moose is like, well, Romo can throw the ball downfield. I, I watched that game yesterday. He – Dak Prescott throws the ball downfield now. Uh, he does. Not not as much as Romo would, but yes, he does. Here's the thing I have come to uh, realize. Tony Romo for three and a half quarters might be one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen. And for whatever reason, whether they're his fault or someone else's fault, someone runs the wrong route, the mistake always seems to happen. Prescott, his last few starts, has not been good for three quarters. But whatever this kid does in the fourth quarter, everything clicks. And he made... Two throws to Jason Witten on the final drive or two. I mean, you talk about putting the ball in a window, window thrower, window right? Thrower. We talk about that. 
he did it yesterday. And, you know, that offensive line's awesome. And then afterwards, I'm reading these quotes from uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Where you would think he had a game like the Jets had. He was saying there that uh, the team is uh, not focused. They're not, they're lackadaisical sorts of things. Here's the I don't clip. have his exact quotes, Here's Jerry. Perhaps you do because I don't think it read well. Here's how it sounded. Just gotta make plays and you know and, and like I said, uh, be accountable and be disciplined. And that's it. And they said but, and he said it a couple times. But he said I don't know if it's the players' fault he or did. the. Coaches because they asked him who's responsible for that. He says, I don't know. It's the players, it's the coaches, but we got to figure it out. Meanwhile, if the Jets had a game like the Steelers had yesterday, they would be loving, even if they lost. (laughs) Right, because Bryce Petty would show you a glimpse of the future. Quick timeout, Boomer and Carton next on The Fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. It is, but it's damn good. Uh, Just recapping, uh, Rams beat the Jets 9-6. to Late last night, Seahawks beat the Patriots 31-24. Just one quick on that. How about that? Did you ever think you would see a Tom Brady offense have the ball at the two yard line with four cracks to score and not get in? And how old and slow and ugly was that quarterback sneak in which he fumbles and loses a yard? Yeah, I, I hate the quarterback sneak down there. Yeah, it depends on the quarterback. If you've got a big, if you have Cam Newton, you're not stopping him. Tom Brady's getting stopped. Yeah, I also like this about um, Sheldon Richardson, his quotes in the paper yeah. today after the game. So he says, uh, I don't work 14 to 16-hour days every day to not be a playoff team. Well, you're not even going to the meetings. <laughs> exactly. That, I, How about I, we start there? Yeah. Oh, I, I played with guys in college who've won rings already. Yeah. Well, they yeah, probably go way, to the meetings. That's because they're also not on the Jets. Right. Who apparently will never win ever again. And one other quickie. we got to go in 20 seconds. But just this real fast because this happened after the show ended Friday. How about about seven years ago? A 37-year-old Bartolo Colon made $900,000, and he'll be 44 in May, and the Braves are giving him $12.5 million next year. Good for him. And I was reading, uh, teaming him with R.A. Dickey, uh, two plus 40-year-olds. Hunger Thon 2016 Hello. to benefit Why Hunger. 